Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Locked On Flames. The rumors are flying as Sean Monahan is officially added to the trade list ahead of the deadline. And how, oh, how could the Calgary Flames shed that giant salary that is holding them back from making some offseason moves? And of course, they start another four game stretch tomorrow against the Devils. And we're going to talk about all that and more on today's episode of Locked on Flames. Your Locked on Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone. As always, I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Locked on Flames. Uh, Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Rock Auto has amazing, reliably low prices and all the parts your car or truck will ever need. RockAuto.com. How are you today? I hope you're having a great day. Thank you so much for always tuning into Locked on Flames, whether it's your first time, second time or uh, you're a longtime listener thank you so much and thank you for making locked on flames your first listen wherever you get your podcasts spotify stitcher apple youtube we're free 99 wherever you can find your podcasts and according to frank saravalli sean monahan has been officially added <laughs> to the trade bait list which could be pretty great um you know i'm not overly optimistic that this is a deal that gets done we'll talk more about that in just a minute but i think it's a fairly obvious thing here that his salary is what's kind of (laughs) the anchor tied to his uh ankle here and really holding teams back from jumping on him not the fact that he's in you know back to back down seasons or anything like that could never be his performance right so frank says uh he doesn't believe it's calgary's preference to trade him but if something comes up then it could happen you know i i understand that you know this is a business sean monahan has kind of really been screwed over by the flames organization in terms of him playing through injury and uh you know, just really not great medical care. And he's kind of been burnt by them. And it could just be he's burning them. I don't know. But regardless, there's just some things there that need, it just needs to end because God forbid he gets injured again and this time it's more serious. And you know where I'm going here. But uh, they have a lot of off-season contracts that they need to sign and not even free agency like outside players but you need to look internally at what's happening you have johnny you have kachuk you have shillington and mangiapani those are four names that you really can't afford to lose i i think that shillington has finally found his groove here and forgive me for believing in him i guess but the f- oh my god they just they need to start shedding some salary and i think sean monahan is a perfect place to start uh, do i think that milan lucic is going anywhere no 
do I think that he would be an absolute banger on the on Boston's fourth line? Absolutely. Do I think Don Sweeney and Brad Tree Living could ever get anything done? No. Uh, nothing would nothing there would benefit the Flames. So there's really no point. Uh, but in terms of Monahan, I think he just is someone who one would be better utilized in a team that uh, needs a third or fourth line center. The Flames don't need that right now. And I think that he just, he needs to heal from this hip surgery. He needs to, like I said, take a step back from the Calgary Flames organization and really focus on his health, his long-term health. And, you know, he's 26, 27 years old. It's, you know, he's still young. He has plenty of hockey ahead of him. So, you know, he should be entering his prime. He shouldn't be having to worry about these injuries. And it is unfortunate that this is just the way his career has gone. It, it is unfortunate. But there are teams out there that would love a player like him that could take on one of those contracts. And, you know, there have been teams out there that have said, oh, hey, we'll take on bad contracts or, you know, bits and pieces of a bad contract. And I think that the Kraken would be a good fit. And I know we have talked about, you know, Geo uh, reuniting with the Flames. I don't think that that is something that is even on the Flames radar in terms of bringing him back. He is not... Uh, uh, the Flames aren't in desperate need for <laughs> um, a right-handed defenseman right now. And I believe he's... Sorry, I think he's right-handed. I just... Yeah, he's... Yeah, right-handed. And I had to think there for a second. My mistake. But, you know, it's just very... Uh, unlikely that, that, that he comes back to Calgary. <laughs> if a reunion... If a Geo Flames reunion is going to happen, it's going to be with players going to Seattle. And I, I just, I don't see the Flames really making a move in terms of <laughs> uh, bringing him back. I just don't. And that that's okay. Perfectly okay. But for Sean Monaghan, I think that he has a lot of characteristics that the Flames like and that are marketable that are going to benefit them if, if he does get traded, whether it be the, this Monday <laughs> or over the summer. And we're going to talk more about that coming up next. But, you know, there, there are plenty of reasons why Seattle could want Sean Monaghan. And I think that his level of experience, his grit, and I'm not talking about playing through injury grit, but his determination to come back from this injury and not give up is really admirable. So, you know, he does have those marketable skills and we will absolutely talk about that next. But first, let's talk about bet online, a bet online. Uh, it is time once again for college basketball's tournament and it is finally upon us, uh, both men and women's, uh, for all the latest odds contests and player props betonline.net is your number one source for all of your sports betting needs and info betonline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores and news this season and it's not just basketball 
BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today to or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Thank you all so much for tuning into Locked On Flames. And as always, I am forever grateful for uh, you following along. So make sure that you are subscribed to Locked On Flames wherever you get your podcasts. What goes into getting Monaghan out of Calgary by Monday? To start, he does have that 10-team no-trade list, which... Makes sense. I think that those are kind of like a safe bet for anyone, um, especially players who are who when they're signed were at the caliber that Sean Monahan was playing. But you do have to wonder who's on it. You really do because right off the bat, I'm thinking it's Philly, Buffalo, Arizona, and Jersey. I those are just teams that I am thinking. A re- like, those would be maybe Ottawa. Those would be the teams on my list first and for- foremost. Like, I'm I'm not going to front, but, like, also from, like, a critical thinking point of view, like, you're going to go to New York and pay astronomical taxes to live in freezing cold Buffalo. No. I don't think that he would want to go to a losing organization, so that takes out really all four of those and does he have to put 10 teams on this list I don't know personally I would put 11 but obviously can't do that so it'll be interesting you know I don't know when they're asked for these lists I don't know if they've asked but I would assume they have in case something arises do I think Seattle would be on that list no I again I I don't think that he would want to go to a losing organization but this is Seattle's first year and they have <laughs> they have had no time to turn it around like teams like Buffalo, Arizona, the Devils, the Flyers uh the Senators are slowly getting there but I don't I don't know I just I'm very intrigued. I would love to be in a room when someone, like, passes over that sticky note. And, like, the the general manager and, like, everyone's just, like, looking at it. And they're, like, oh, we got a deal for you, my friend. And then they, you know, have that conversation about why Sean Monaghan is going to Seattle and how he feels about it. And um, pack your bags, basically. Uh, I think that Seattle could use him. Seattle could use a player who has experience because a lot of their guys are younger or they don't really have a strong, um, you know, I don't want to say a strong leadership core, but I do think that they aren't necessarily a team that has a strong set of leaders (laughs) uh you know the more veterans in the room you kind of have the better we've seen how that's benefited calgary and could calgary benefit from a player like uh kale yarncroft coming over here um absolutely Audie brought him up last week he's a 30 year old center who gives more than 
Monahan has, and that's for sure. You know, I think Geo could possibly talk Sean Monahan into it. Uh, I don't know if they're friends or not. I'm just assuming. But it, it's not tampering because it's not free agency, and those decisions aren't made by players. They are made by the people in the front office. Um, but, you know, I think that there there's a possibility that they do trade him, and there's a possibility that they don't. Could they buy him out in July? I don't know. Could they? They would save $2 million if by doing it, it costs them $4 million instead of six. So you have to think about it. And would that be a slap in the face to Sean Monahan buying a 26-year-old out of a contract? Yes, that that is brutal. That is, you know, kind of like a, why would you do that? But it's, I don't see how keeping him around is any more beneficial than buying him out. Like, I, I just, it's not realistic to expect him to have a bounce back year next year. I'm sorry. I thought that he would be a good bounce back candidate, not in terms of, you know, going back to scoring 30 goals, but in terms of just performing at a better level now that he's healthy and that's not happening. He's still good at the face-off on the face-off dot, but that's really it. I, I hate ragging on a guy, but, you know, it's it's unfortunate. And um, I hope he has a good rest of his career. And I'm trying really hard not to, like, sound like I want him gone. Because I, I, I like him as a person. He seems like a very nice gentleman. He, I said from the beginning that his voice is not what I expected it to be when when I first heard him speak. And, he, you know, he these are unfortunate parts of the business that just you have to learn to live with and that, you, you know, you're not immune from sucky circumstances regardless um, if you're a top 10 overall pick or not. You know, it doesn't mean anything years down the road. But... Another thing that people were talking about under the replies to the Flames Nation, like, audio clip of uh, Sarah Volley talking about Sean Monahan being added to the list. Mind you, all of the replies were incredibly rational, you know? Like, there was no one out of line there, right? Uh, but people keep mentioning Ben Sherratt. And this is why I feel like that deal is not gonna, going to get done. At least, like, with the Flames. I don't think that they would have waited this long unless unless the asking price was too high and they took a step back and said, no, we're out. Um, mainly because they acquired Toffoli so early in terms of the deadline. I think they would have wanted to get him acclimated and they wanted to see, you know, how their defense looked, but I just, I don't see it happening. I, I, maybe I'm trying to convince myself that it's not happening, especially because, uh, Sherratt is sitting tonight and that was made clear that it was a management decision. Maybe that's what I'm trying to do is talk myself out of it, <laughs> but I just, I don't see it happening for the flames. I don't. Uh, 
the Leafs would be a fantastic fit, I think. I think that would be really great for them. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I think that anyone who will overpay for, you know, another defenseman is, you know, they certainly deserve a player like Ben Sherratt, but not my team. <laughs> Coming up next, we are going to wrap up the show with a little bit of a preview of tomorrow's game and a little bit of recovery and reflection from the wonderful game against Colorado. And before we do that, we are going to talk about Rock Auto. Y'all know that I'm always on Twitter complaining about my car. I'm in the process of trading it in and getting my first like adult car. But before I can like really move on from it, I do need to put a little bit of work into it. And that's where Rock Auto comes into it. Rock Auto is just an amazing website that makes my life a million times easier. They're a family-owned business that, you know, they offer discounts, you know, 30, 50 to even 100% on parts that you could go down the street to your local chain store and pick up. But Rock Auto has you covered. The prices are reliably low for every customer. They don't have, like, different tiers in terms of, you know, um, do-it-yourselfers or mechanics. And they really <laughs> have a very easy-to-navigate website, which is why you absolutely need it. So head on over to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right in Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. All right. <laughs> all right, everyone. Welcome back. Thank you so much for tuning into Locked On Flames. And make sure you're following me on Twitter at JustBelmosto. And uh, make sure you're supporting our sponsors, downloading the show, engaging with content. It really means a lot. And what also means a lot is when the Flames have two days off back to back. Because, you know, as a retail worker, I feel that. I feel like I never have two days off back to back. So we're in the same boat when we get those back to back days when we're not uh, busy busting our butts. But the Flames have had some time to recover and reflect after the loss to Colorado. And they have two options here. They can either sit and dwell on it, or they can move on and look forward to the next game at the end of the month and just kind of push it push it aside because it's not that big of a deal. And Daryl Sutter today talked about um, his name being thrown around for the Jack Adams trophy, and he's like, that's a regular season award. So, you know, and that's a very good point. You don't get a trophy or a plaque for a series, a regular season series sweep. So keep keep on trucking. You know, you got to do what you got to do. Push along, move along, get over it. And based on the maturity and growth that we've seen in this team, I would say that's the wavelength they're on. They're going to move on. And they have grown so much in terms of, letting one loss deter them. They don't let it sit and fester and build. It doesn't like shake like a 
soda bottle and you're not going to, it's not going to explode. Like they're good. They're okay. (laughs) And with the days off, players have had time to rest. And I think that's the biggest thing that they need right now because they have been playing this crazy condensed schedule, five games in seven days. That is a lot to ask for any player out of anyone. Like that's, that's a lot. And uh, there have been roster moves made as well. Oliver Shillington skated today, and it looks like he'll be back in the lineup against the Devils tomorrow. Rizichka was called up as well. And at skate today, uh, R- Brad Richardson and Brett Ritchie were the odd men out. And I would just assume that that means they're back in the press box. It, it is unfortunate. It happens. You know, I think that uh, this team went out and signed too many depth players but again depth is never a bad thing uh the devils i right now i'm looking at the schedule and the game's at eight tomorrow night and the devils are just not a great team (laughs) they are five and five in their last 10 games they have Their power play is atrocious. It is 18.8. They have the 10th ranked penalty kill in the league with an 81.5. The Flames are 85.1 in fourth. They're just not, you know, they're just not that good of a team. It looks as if uh, John Giles, Gillies, is uh starting tomorrow night and that's he used to be a flames player so you know maybe we'll get a tribute video i don't know but i do think that tomorrow's game against the devils is just going to be a routine game i don't think that the flames are going to have to play crazy hockey against this team i don't think that they need to play down to their opponent they need to just go out there and do what they've been doing in terms of success like if they lose to the devils i will be very surprised and i will say it's time to rest some of these players need to rest ahead of the playoffs if you are losing to the new jersey devils and even like this entire next stretch is against teams that are not competitive you have the Sabres on Friday, and then you travel to Vancouver. Vancouver, I think, is the most competitive team on this trip. And then you uh, play San Jose next, like a week from today. So, you know, there's not a lot of competition here. I think that Vancouver is very hungry. I think that Buffalo has kind of, like, I don't want to say turned it around, but they're definitely gaining momentum in terms of, uh, that Jack Eichel trade and fitting, figuring out where those players belong, but it's just not a very competitive trip or, you know, stretch of the schedule. And then your next stretch, so, is Arizona, Edmonton, Colorado, and Vegas. Uh, no, sorry, LA Kings. Um, Three of those teams are playoff teams. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be competitive. And Arizona (laughs) is like the hottest team in the league right now. I think technically because of the way (laughs) 
uh, how they've been playing since they've acquired Nick Ritchie, which is so funny. Would they like another Ritchie? I can offer them one. But we will just have to see how and where things go in terms of the trade deadline, this game against Jersey, and extending some of these players because, my God, we need to lock them up. And I will be very happy and feeling very secure once that happens. But for now, we just have to wait and live in hypothetical land. (laughs) As always, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Locked on Flames. You can find me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. You can find the show anywhere you get your podcasts, um, Locked on Flames. Thank you all so much for tuning in to yet another episode of Locked on Flames. Bye-bye.